is the All Into Clemson Football Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of the Clemson Tigers. What is up, everybody? Football is back. Clemson football is back. And we're back. Your favorite Clemson football podcast. I'm Briley. I'm a former college football sports writer. And I'm here with Carter, as I always am. What's going on, Carter? You know, not much other than super excited for a new college football season, if you can call it that. It's a little weird, but we're ready for some Clemson football. A very unusual season. And I'm just excited to have football back. In fact, we're watching football right now as we talk. Not not Clemson football, but... NFL, not as good, but yeah, but we'll we, take it. We watched Clemson play yesterday, crush Wake Forest. So we're going to talk about that a little bit here in a second. Before we do, I wanted to just give you a quick update about what this podcast is going to look like for this season. And you're going to like it, I think, because we're going to bring you new Clemson content every single weekday during the 2020 season. Doesn't that just make you so excited, Kurt? Woohoo! So excited. And what should make all of our listeners excited is that they won't have to listen to you every day. <laughs> That's right. They're going to have to listen to me every day. Thank you for that. Yes. So here's what it's going to look like on Mondays. You're going to get what you're getting right now, a recap episode of the big Clemson victory over the weekend because there won't be any losses to talk about. <laughs> we just, I mean, looking over the schedule, it's a cakewalk. It's a joke. And uh, although they do have some new ranked teams on their schedule, thanks to the fact that two of the major conferences aren't playing and their teams are no longer ranked. Yes. Yeah, so on Monday is going to be the recap episode from uh, the game over the weekend. And then on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, something new this year, I'm going to be providing you with a quick three, two, three, four-minute Clemson News update. And that will be on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. They'll come out in the morning so you can listen to it on your morning, you know, on your morning drive into work and give you a little pick-me-up in the morning. And that'll just bring you all the major Clemson news headlines so that you're ready going into the week. And then on Friday, the capstone episode of this podcast, we're going to be bringing you the preview of the big game that Clemson is going to win <laughs> on Saturday. And we, that's always the most fun episode I think we have. Uh, we, we've got some good stuff playing for you, playing for you this season. And uh, just a lot of Clemson content. I think we there, there's some new Clemson podcasts out there, but thanks for being here. We're excited to have you here for this season. So let's just hop right into it. Uh, Wake Forest, they suck. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even a game. I mean, when, when you lose your quarterback, uh, your good quarterback from last season, you don't expect Wake Forest to be good this year. Uh, but I think... My my favorite thing that we saw during this game is that Clemson started off strong. Last year, the opener against Georgia Tech, I, I mean, they beat Georgia Tech by more than they did um, this year. They beat Wake Forest. But I, I feel more encouraged coming off of this game than I did last year versus Georgia Tech. I don't know about you. Yeah, with all of the weird things going on, it was good to see them come out with energy. I mean, obviously, it is an away game, but you feed off of – fans being there and since there weren't any fans there it was still it was it was impressive to see them come out so strong so fast exactly and this this was their uh, 23rd straight ACC win so that's a good stuff Dabo after the game he called it a special and emotional win 
Um, is that just that football's back, or is that because it's the 23rd? Is there something <laughs> no, about... No, I don't think it has anything to do with the 23rd win. <laughs> that was weird timing on my part. Sorry about that. Uh, I think it just has to do with the fact that, I mean, just like most of the fans out here, we weren't sure there was actually going to be a season. And can you imagine... It had to have been a really tough offseason for all these guys and for the coaches, not knowing if there would actually be a season, especially with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling their season. Um, yeah, I, I can see why this would be special and emotional, uh, even though it just was kind of a ho-hum game against Wake Forest. Um, Dabo Sweeney and Clemson are now 11-1 and in their opening games, season opening opening games, which is very impressive. Uh, but let's get back to this game. I think, as we mentioned, it was it was great to see the the team get off to a hot, hot start. But I think the most encouraging thing was the offensive side of the ball, and specifically Trevor Lawrence. Now we were pretty tough on Trevor last season, especially yeah, I'll take the season. Yeah, we'll take. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he deserved no hiding it. that. Yeah, yeah, he was. He didn't come out looking very good, and I think if. If we compare, if we went back and watched, we didn't go back and watch because <laughs> that would have taken a lot of time and we didn't want to do that. But if we went back and watched the Georgia Tech game, I think we would definitely see with clarity a player who was pressing, who felt the weight of the expectations on his shoulders. And this year was totally different. He looked comfortable and granted there were no fans in the stands. It was against Wake Forest, all those things. But he just looked so much more comfortable mm -hmm. and so much more mature. And it really speaks to his off-season preparation. He worked on his footwork. He worked on his accuracy. And, man, he was just sharp today. And that was really great to see. Yeah, I think just overall, even football player and just as a human, he definitely matured over the, the summer. Obviously, he had a lot going on. Um, and he's, he's now definitely become the full-on leader of this team. And he's just slid right into the role that he needs to be for this team. And he, like you said, he came out, was comfortable. He just looked relaxed. He did take that one awful sack at the beginning of the game. But like, other than that, I couldn't point out anything really other than that, that yeah. he did wrong. <laughs> yeah. That was just the first series though. So I, you know, act, like you just said, beyond that, he was great. And uh, I don't know, but he's just, he looks different this year. And I like, I like the look of it. Like calm, cool and collected. Exactly. I think. Confident it, as well. He got engaged over the summer, which was cool to see. And what's weird is that our producer, Trevor, also got engaged over the summer. Congratulations, Trevor. It, it's kind of weird. They're always, I don't know, they seem like sort of like the same person. But uh, you know, Trevor, again, still won't come to the mic. Sorry about that. He'll, he'll never introduce himself. But You're stuck with us. He's still here running the, the board for us, so we appreciate that. But congrats, Trevor. Both Trevors on their engagements this summer. Our boy. Uh, okay, so Trevor has gone 267. Trevor Lawrence, not our Trevor. He's <laughs> gone 267 passes without a pick now. That's pretty good. And uh, he also set the Clemson passing yards record for an opener. Look at that. Is it 350? Is that what he threw? Looks like. Uh, I don't know. Do you have the stats open? I do. Okay. 351, to be correct. Okay, thanks for, th thanks for throwing that over to me. I appreciate that. You got it. Uh, question for you. Is he going to become the first player to win the Heisman? I forget what you predicted last year. I think I predicted... First Clemson player to win the Heisman? Yes. No Clemson players ever won the Heisman. Really? Is Trevor Lawrence going to become the first this season? Are they even going to have a Heisman? <laughs> I find it hard where I think the probability of him winning the Heisman without the Big Ten and the Pac-12 playing obviously go up. 
Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Way to walk the line there. I'm still uh, trying to get into this season here. It doesn't feel like the season's actually started. So, like, I was telling you before, like, there were, like, five or six games on yesterday. I was excited for football. Then I saw the schedule. I'm like, what is this? It's like, well, you were still excited for it. Yes, yeah, so it, it was football, but then I was like, this doesn't feel normal. But yeah. I'd say he's got a really good shot. Okay. Especially when Thank he steals you. touchdowns from ETN. <laughs> <laughs> I know. ETN is going to just start falling at the 10-yard line if he can't get into the end zone yeah. to make sure that Trevor doesn't steal his touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I, I think Trevor Lawrence is probably going to win the Heisman this year. Just based off of, or let's call this the overreaction section of the podcast because I'm going to overreact to one, the, the first game of the season against Wake Forest. Trevor Lawrence is going to win the Heisman. He's going to win the Heisman this year. I just don't see another quarterback uh, doing that. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Have we done that much research yet? To, who's even, who's still in college football right now? Like who are the other quarterbacks? Who are the other Heisman hopefuls? There's a few out there. Who's the kid from uh, Oklahoma? Let's not name them and embarrass ourselves, actually. We'll come back next week with our homework done a little bit. Yeah, I, I can't think of anybody. I, I don't even need to do my homework. I don't know though. why you guys are listening to us right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Trevor Lawrence is going to win the Heisman, I think. Um, but I think ETN, Etning, our good friend, remember that? <laughs> yes. Good old Jimbo reference already. Off to a fast start on our part. Um, ETN looked great. Um I, I think I think the offense is just bound for a really good season. And though I think the biggest question mark coming into the season was well, there were two. The offensive line was one of them because they lost several of the starters from that line. And they looked great, especially in pass protection. Now they gave up a couple of sacks, but uh overall they gave Trevor Lawrence plenty of time to sling that ball around. Mm-hmm. And so I I'm you know, I was encouraged to see that. And then the other question was the wide receiver core. Justin Ross injured this season, not playing. He was supposed to have a big season. Uh, but several of the players stepped up this year. Frank Ladson looked great. Um, um, Amari Rogers also came out strong. Yeah, got our tight end back too with Braden Galloway. Yeah, yeah. And that was great to see. So even though maybe we've got some younger guys on the outside, uh, we have this new weapon on the inside, uh, a tight end, which adds a new layer to this offense that is already loaded. I mean, the thing is, okay, so maybe these receivers don't have like a ton of experience, but they're like five-star recruits. You know, these, yeah. these guys are loaded. So maybe it'll take some time for them to really break out and become superstars. But the cool part about this schedule is that uh, they have plenty of time to get ready before they have their first real test. Which is probably going to be Miami, how depending on dare how dare you disrespect the Citadel. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, there's a reason they're in the four o'clock spot on the ACC network. Uh, that's going to be a, a a blowout, I'm afraid. So uh, you're afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid for the Citadel. Yeah, I hate to see those military guys get beat up, but they they's got to this year. <laughs> they're better at other things. That's that's right. <laughs> Uh, so overall, though, um, the offense looked great. Now, and I hate to even critique this because it was a great game. But as soon as the starters went out, the offense kind of went to crap. And, uh, you know, it was the backup quarterbacks didn't look great. And uh, we're going to have to do our homework again here because I can't even pronounce their names. That's I'm looking right at them and I still can't pronounce their names. One of them's first name is DJ. DJ. Okay, we can do that. DJ. 
And the other one was, what's his name again? Tyson. Tyson. Okay. DJ and Tyson. We'll I learn think. your last name. Pubachan, right? <laughs> it's pretty darn close. Okay. Well, let's go with that. I I don't even know well, where to start with it. Let's hope we don't see them all that often. Well, I take it back. Let's hope we see them a lot more because they're crushing teams, not because Trevor Lawrence is out or anything. But um, I, I'd like to see as the season progresses, let's say against, in, you know, in the second half against the Citadel, I'd like to see those guys get out there and really run the offense well and put up some points because, you know, we talked about this season being a strange season with COVID going on um, and those sort of things. There's there's the chance that several of our starters, several of Clemson's starters may not be able to play from week to week. So imagine if Trevor Lawrence, God forbid, goes down with COVID. One of these guys is going to have to step up and play. Yeah. And um, I, I mean, again, what I think is great for Clemson is that they're not in the SEC or uh, maybe even the, in the Big 12. Like <laughs> each week they're going to be playing Syracuse and Boston College. So they could probably survive uh, with their backup quarterbacks and with their backups as opposed to like Alabama who has, who will have to play some tougher competition. And if their starting quarterback goes down, then – um, who knows what the backup will do. But um, I, I think it was great today for those guys to get some reps, for them to try to get comfortable within the offense, get those jitters out a little bit. Uh, but I would like to see a little bit better than play a little bit better next Well, let's week. also face it too. Like this is Trevor Lawrence's last year, basically. Like, it is. Sure. He already it's, said. It's yeah, his last said year. It so like one of these two guys, unless they get another recruit that comes in, both these guys are freshmen. So one of these guys is going to take over the team. Exactly. So I guarantee Dabo Sweeney is already thinking about that with thinking about next year. So we'll see which one steps up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of a, it's, it's a team that's only ranked number one. You know, that's the only, they're the only type of team that has this problem. They have three guys who could probably start anywhere they went. I mean, they're just loaded. Um, and so that's really uh, a comforting thing for Clemson fans out there is even if Trevor Lawrence goes down, they've got a couple of really good backups. So uh, some good reps for them. And uh, they've played, I think Davos said that they Davos said that they had uh, 80 players uh, travel with them and 78 of them played. So that was great to see. Uh, just a typical Dabo Clemson blowout game where they play a bunch of players, which is you know, I love seeing that. I, I, I wish for once, though, he would just leave the starters out for like the whole game. And uh, I think they could have put up, I don't know, 60 points on Wake Forest. <laughs> I feel like you could try that this week against the Citadel. Oh, that's true. So they should definitely do that. That's that's the only thing I'm calling for. But OK, another quick takeaway is uh, and I don't know if you noticed this. I'm about to ruin the rest of the college football games for you. But uh, did anyone else think that the referees whistles were as annoying as heck? Good grief. Um, and you didn't even notice this, you said. No, you had to point it out. I wasn't. So now I was multitasking during the game, but <laughs> well, I did now, not notice. Now you're going to notice it and it's going to bother you for the rest of the games. And I'm sorry to our listeners as well. But just listen. It's like it's kind of a subtle thing. But the referees, they have these new whistles where they're not I, they're not even whistles. Like they just press a button and the whistles are in their hands and they make this sound that sounds like whistles. So the two things about them that are annoying is that they sound the exact same every time. You know, what's cool is you get the different tones of the whistles sometimes and the raps are like a really curt blow in there when he wants to get the players away from each other or just a, a little 
little tweet sometimes when it just needs to but now they're just like an extended five seconds of the same sounding whistle it's so annoying i love this in-depth knowledge of referees and their whistles yeah, it's, the th- it's the most passionate i've been so far in this episode and it's so annoying uh but just keep your eyes open for that next time you'll you'll notice it ears you'll... open what did i say you said eyes oh well you keep your eyes open too but your ears as well make sure you have the sound on you'll notice it it's super annoying uh, okay, so let's go on to something real. Uh, BT Potter? Question mark. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I, so, so I'm not. I'm not actually gonna say anything about it because, I, and I'll tell you the reason why. Last year, I put a curse on BT Potter, and I'll never forgive myself for it. Now, <laughs> thankfully, the curse has been broken. It seems this summer, but I may have just put another curse on him. Because what happened last year was as soon as he hit one good field goal, I said, Clemson has a kicker. This is great. We're going to, our kicking uh, situation is great. We'll never have to look back again and say, where's our kicker? We'll never be able to kick field goals again. And as soon as I said that, BT Potter Potter, uh, went on to complete like 60% of his field goals for the rest of the season. That's right. I think he was like 13 of 21 for the season. (laughs) (laughs) It was unfortunate. So... I'm simply asking the question to you, Carter, BT Potter, question mark. Are we going to see another game where Dabo Sweeney inappropriately screams at our our beloved kicker because he misses a 24-yarder or whatever he missed last season? Do you foresee that this season? Yes. Knowing, are we doing like a reverse psychology thing where you say this and he's going to play out of his mind for the rest of the season? I just have a weird feeling about that. Uh, Dabo Sweeney's going to go off on him again for some reason. He's got a thing with kickers. Uh, yeah, he just. I don't have much trust in BT Potter. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's let's hope he surprises us then, and uh, we'll see what happens. That's a hot start. That's right, which is a good sign. Let's be excited about let's be as excited about the kicker as we have been about the offense. What do you say? Let's do it. Okay. And then the final uh final little category here is we'll talk about the defense really quick. Uh only gave up 13 points. Good job, boys. Uh they started the game with uh they had several starters out, and then they were obviously missing a bunch of starters from last year's team. So nine players, nine of the eleven players made new starts for this team that it was their first college start and they played a heck of a game i'd say Uh, they really clamped down again it's wake forest new quarterback for wake forest they weren't going to be a juggernaut anyways but still their first college that's right experience that's right they took care of business and and uh that's really great to see i think the one thing that we would like to see a little bit better uh would probably be the secondary that was sort of the, the weakness in clemson's defense last year as well and um they were missing their starting corner. Um, he didn't make the trip uh, this week because of injury. So there's that. But um, I would like to see maybe that cleaned up a little bit. And uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll get it together come next game. But um, overall, just a really great game. So I think really, and I know I've already said several things were the biggest takeaway, but um, it's, it's going to be a weird season. And uh, I think it was really great to see Clemson come out and take care of business right away. They just put Wake Forest in a hole early, as opposed to teams like Iowa State. Um, was it Kansas State, the other t- other Big Twelve team that lost to a, yeah. a Sun Belt had a 
heck of a week. Congrats, congrats to the Sun Belt. Uh, but I, I just feel like almost every game this year for any team is going to become like a trap game where you come out and there aren't fans, the energy is down. And even for teams, say, like Florida State, who came out with all this energy, I saw the beginning of that game. They were like psyched and Dope Campbell was actually loud and uh, they started the game off well. And then what happened? There's a there's a severe weather delay and then they come out and they lose to Georgia Tech. Can we just say, though, how amazing it is to see Georgia Tech with an actual offense now? Yeah, it's kind of cool to see. No more of the option. Like that's a team right there in past years that if they were on the TV, then I wouldn't watch them. It's like, it's, now they actually so what you're saying play football. That, so are you saying that Georgia Tech has become appointment football for you? <laughs> that's kind of a yeah, weird take. So. Okay, so mark your calendars for October 17th. Clemson plays Georgia Tech. Mark it down. It could be a game actually now. All right. All right. Just I'm gonna I'm gonna they, hold you to that. They actually throw the ball now. So right. I didn't realize you were such a Georgia Tech expert. I could have thrown that to you a little bit. No, they're just the one podcast. of those teams that only run the option. Like isn't Army or Navy only does that too? Maybe not anymore. I think it was Navy who happened to get crushed by like fifty points this week. So. Yeah. And so those those are the teams that always ran the option. It's, it's like I'm not watching you play. So well, you heard it here first. Welcome to the future, Georgia Tech, from the All Into Clemson Football yes. Podcast. Okay, so all to say, great win by Clemson. They came out, they took care of business, unlike several ranked teams this year or this uh, this first week. So that was great to see. Overall, great game, really clean, no injuries to speak of. So all in all, can't complain. And we'll uh, they'll come out after another great week of practice to – for a little JV game against yeah. the Citadel. They just need to keep it going, though, because like you said, it's a weird season that they're going to have to make their own motivation, come right. out every game and just play. Just forget everything else, just come out and play football. That's right. And I think that's where we will hopefully see the maturation process of Trevor Lawrence. Dabo asked him, you know, he told him over the offseason, he really wants him to focus on on the details and to become the guy for the team. And uh, at least for the offense, he needs to become that. And uh, we'll see how the season goes. We don't want to overreact too much, but uh, Clemson's ranked first for a reason, and they showed it today. That's right. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, we will uh, talk to you tomorrow with the first ever uh, Clemson. I need to come up with a, a catchier name for these episodes, but with your uh, <laughs> with your all-encompassing news update. We've got a lot of work to do. We're just starting out again. That's it's right. The end of the season. That's right. We'll be like Clemson did last season. We'll ramp up and we'll become amazing up until we play LSU in the championship game. Okay. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>